original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Catch entertainment, original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, freedom writers. Let it get to you. 
everybody. What's up? Hope y'all are having a good Monday. Um, this is brought to you by uh, the Coffee Party Radio USA, the Human Solution International. Um, we've got an awesome show today, but first I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Walk for Change. I know we're still looking for people who are interested in getting involved. Um, if y'all go to www www.walknumber4change.us, we have uh, links and stuff. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how we're doing this walk across America for a minute. Um, We've got on the website um, a route that it's going from one place starting in June of 2020 and going to go from... California all the way to the Washington, D.C. at the White House um, in October of 2020, around in that area. Um, but um, if y'all look at the website, you'll see there's one main route that goes all the way through. Um, what we're also doing is if you would like to uh, uh, help join in this walk in your areas, we would really love for you to hit that website up and let us know. Um, they're going to be doing a lot of little walks, like five-mile, ten-mile walks, um, all over the U.S. around the same time. So just because the main route isn't going in your area, we might have like ten people marching on the main route all the way, but then we might have like a hundred people up in this area marching at the same time or maybe a 1,000 people in this area marching at the same time. So we need all y'all to be letting us know whenever y'all are wanting to get involved in this. That way we know and we can get y'all set up on that map and have the little mile markers and stuff um, for all the little walks that are going to be happening. Um, I know I'm going to be reaching out to several people within the next week um, asking if y'all would like to be involved. We are taking sponsors, of course. Um, this is going to be a year-long event. so. This is going to get your business noticed for a whole year of advertising. And uh, not only that, but it's going to be for a great cause. And um, it's not just for cannabis, y'all. It's for all human rights activism, whether it be um, senior citizens, whether it be indigenous people, whether it be, you know, any human right, clean water you want. Um, you don't think the government's doing what they're supposed to do, then, you know, come join us. It's, uh, we're, we're getting all walks of life together in one big walk and asking, um, asking, or not, we're done asking. We're getting everybody together and we're saying we are done and we want our rights. We, we live in America and this is supposed to be the land of the free and we are not free. We are definitely, um, have a lot of changes that need to be made. So um, we're getting sick and tired of having to beg and plead for things that should be given to us freely. Like cannabis does not harm anyone. Um, the pills they give us do. If we can have an alternative um, medicine instead of those pills that um, are going to get you addicted or harm your liver or, you know, it, it, does all kinds of damage to your body, those pills they give you. Any, not just pain pills, um, but all medication has like lists of side effects of things that'll happen. Cannabis, zero death, never, no side effects other than you might be a little sleepy. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so we just want all, um, everybody to join together with us in this 
we have all these little fires all over the place, you know. We're making a difference, but a little bit at a time. Um, if we can get a, all of us together and make one big, huge forest fire, we're going to get noticed a lot more, and we're going to get um, people's attention, and we're going to be able to um, do a lot more with that. So I wanted to explain to you all about that walk because um, I've had a, a, several people ask me, well, how are you going to walk all the way across America? Well, that's how. We're going to get everybody involved, and we're doing, like I said, a bunch of little walks along with the major route. This is a four-month-long process. There's going to be events. Um, so if you have a place in your city where you know that you can um, have an event there and you want uh, to help with the Walk for Change and want to represent the Walk for Change, um, call us up. Uh, hit us up on our uh, page on that Walk for Change page that I just said. It's walk4change.us. Um, they've got sponsor links. I believe that, um, they've also got a link that if you want to commit to doing so many miles at this area, you can fill all that out. So y'all go check that website out. Um, share the website. Even if you don't want to get involved, help us spread the word and pass it on. Um, but hell yeah, we got a great show today, y'all. Um, Amanda Hughes-Munson will be here shortly. Um she is amazing. I love this woman. She is with Higher Education of Texas. Hi, Amanda. How you doing? I see you're there. I'm not sure she's on yet. And then we've also got Desiree Lindsay coming up um, in a little later in the show. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Hello, Amanda. You've got a need to turn on your audio. Unmute your microphone. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. Hi. How have you been? I'm good. I can't see you, but I can hear you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hi. How have you been? Did you have a good holiday, your family and everybody? I did. It was very low-key, but it was good. Did y'all get to go to Chronica? I didn't go. I had uh, some delayed holiday plans. Right, right. I didn't get to go either. I was getting over being sick. I had the flu for like two weeks, I think. Man, it yeah. was horrible. I was, I was sick. I think I saw that. I was sick right after you because I walk around saying, oh, I'm never sick. Right. <laughs> it always was that yeah. Yeah, um, So I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to start off the same way I start off with everybody. Who, who is Amanda Hughes? What does she do? Hi, that's me. So, um, I, I I live in Dallas. I grew up here. I am a fifth-generation Texan. I am actually the daughter of a retired super cool and liberal Dallas police officer. Heck yeah. And so I do um, tend to defend a few of them every once in a while when I get the bad rap from, you know, from our, our uh, group here. But I was ill a few years ago and wanted to figure out how to heal myself and how to help my body. And I've always been a person who will not take the prescription or reach for a pill. I want to do what I can do naturally to make sure my body is as healthy as it can be um, before I, I take that prescription. Right. And I um, have been a medical esthetician for 15 years and that 
and everything that that involves. And how it works in your body, I, I knew that that's what I needed. And up until that point, I had always been, honestly, just kind of a vacation smoker. You know, right. like, take it or leave it. Maybe I'm at a party, and maybe you do, and maybe I don't, or maybe I do, or, you know, it's whatever. So when I discovered, you know, the, the chemical components and how it works in your body and your endocannabinoid system, I knew that it, it could help me, and the long story short is it did. It did. I mean, I'm healed. I'm illegally wow. I'm healed. And so from then, I had actually along that way sort of um, stood out into the universe that I wanted a career change, not thinking it was related. Right. Um, it, it's very related because I learned so much about how it worked in your body that I went on to um, get some certifications courses and to learn more and more and to sort of surround myself with some people who helped me to learn more and absorb more about the plant. And I have made a second career out of it. So I founded an organization called Higher Education Texas. And you can find that on Facebook. It's a private group though, so you have to join or be um, request to join or be referred in. And then I teach for the DFW Academy of Canada Science. And I also work closely with a couple of other cannabis groups in Texas. So once I became involved in the science of it and the medical aspect of it, I became very angry because of the laws I was having to break along the way right. when I was healing. And then um, during those couple of years, I have a couple of friends with MS. I have a and a relative, close relative with Parkinson's, and you know that that list goes on and on. And um, I talked to them about cannabis, and some of them have started using it, and some of it, some of them have been feeling really health, helped and healed by it even. And so then I became even more angry because I was healed. They're still sick. Right. So they're to break the law for themselves and for their or for their children. And so that's when I became involved in activism. It really seemed. You can't. For me, in my heart, I couldn't do one without the other. Right. Um, I'm really passionate about the plants and teaching people how it works and helping patients to understand how it works. But without um, change in Texas, that's that just talk. Right. That's just talk. A lot of people are not willing to break the law, um, or they're going to move out of Texas. One of the two. So that that that's that's how we met. So yeah, yeah, I got. Uh, I'm so glad we met, and and you are very well. You know a lot about the endocannabinoid system, and um, I know that we were going to talk about that a little bit today. The hemp versus Mary Jane and endocannabinoid system, and what terpenes really are. Uh, so that's a lot. That's a lot. So I'll start. You stop me and ask me any questions that you want, because once I get started, you'll have to stop. Got you. No problem. Okay. So one thing I think is simple and misunderstood is hemp and marijuana are both cannabis. They're the same plant. They um, are somewhat botanically different. They do have different components, chemical components, or different levels of those components. Um, but to say that there's a clear-cut definition of either, really the government has made that up. Right. That, that information, anything over 0.3% is marijuana and anything under that's just an arbitrary number that 
that has been designated by the government, which if we're going to regulate and legalize, then I guess we, we need some guidelines. That's right. Okay. Um, but that's not really a God's plan kind of thing. That God's plan is like, is an English rose different than a super rose? Yeah. Do they both smell like rose? Yeah. But they smell kind of different and they look different, but they're both in the same right. So it's kind of like that. So we grow hemp for different purposes. Usually we grow marijuana, but we can grow hemp for that same medicinal purpose. Right. So they're not that much different. So I will use the term, if I say hemp, I mean hemp. And if I say marijuana, I mean marijuana. If I say cannabis, I usually, I mean either one. Right. Or both. So most of the time we do say cannabis, but I, I feel like, and, and maybe not so much the people that are watching today, but the people that they're friends with that are um, maybe on the fence or they're skeptics or um, prohibitionists, if you say cannabis, they immediately say weed. Right. They just say weed. They don't know that, you know, their hammock in their backyard is probably cannabis. Their hemp hammock. So right. That's something that I find myself clearing up, and that's kind of just the tip of the iceberg, really. But um, so what else are we going to talk about? Endocannabinoid system. Yes. And put it, let, me, let me tell you this. Okay. So a lot of us out here, especially me, um, how would you explain it to where we can understand it? <laughs> okay, that's easy. That's actually what I prefer to do. Um, I had to talk to a group of nurses a couple of months ago, and I was I was so like, how am I going to talk nurse? I'm not a nurse. And, and so I did because there are people to do. Right. So, um, so the endocannabinoid system, you have these systems in your body that you've heard of, right? You've had your digestive your circulatory, your nervous system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, you have an endocannabinoid system. It's not taught in every medical school, and it wasn't really officially labeled or discovered until like late 80s, early 90s. Um, I will drop this YouTube. If you want to look up the scientist um, with professional professor Raphael Mishulam, that's a really good endocannabinoid system sort of introduction. Um, I, I have learned so much from him and his research. But the endocannabinoid system is another system in your body. And if you think of it like the system that communicates or pulls together or regulates all the other systems. So I had thyroid issues. Right. So, well, why did I have thyroid issues? Like one day I didn't, but then one day they're testing my blood and telling me I have thyroid issues. So um, what... I really had was an endocannabinoid deficiency, an endocannabinoid imbalance. Because now my thyroid is healthy. There's no nodules. The numbers are normal. And even if I never had any of that testing done, I can tell you I feel I feel right. better. I know that all of the things that were bothering me are gone. So to balance your endocannabinoid system helps you to regulate other systems. Other systems. Sorry. So if so for me, uh, my imbalance showed up in thyroid. For someone else, it might show up in a, like a GI tract issue or just an overall immunity or fibromyalgia or whatever, whatever your predisposition is for whatever illness that you have. And so often the endocannabinoid system is imbalanced, and if you can supplement it, then you have possibly have improved health. The reason, that, the reason for that is the endocannabinoid system 
it's just that. It's a system that has endo, meaning inside, endocannabinoids. So your body produces these internal cannabinoids. They produce, it produces these internal cannabinoids, um, like anandamide is one, which is your um, cannabinoid for joy or, or bliss, sort of, when you have that blissful feeling, like a runner's high or the first time you felt your baby. Right. Things like that. So um, 2-AG is another one. Um, we have different endocannabinoids that our body naturally produces. They're found in breast milk. Those are the ones found in breast milk. So um, your body produces these, but are we 100% healthy 100% of the time? No. There's lots of reasons that we are imbalanced in many ways, whether it's vitamins or minerals or um, hormone levels or endocannabinoids levels. So for whatever reason, we become less balanced in our endocannabinoid system, and things get out of whack. So when that happens, illness occurs. We can supplement it with phyto, meaning plant, phytocannabinoids. So phytocannabinoids are found in cannabis. Right. So everybody knows THC and CBD. And then there's several dozen other ones, precursors to those and, and beyond. Um, these, endo, these phytocannabinoids in the plant work on your endocannabinoid system exactly the same way. They either are affecting you have in your body, you have receptors, and those receptors are what sort of receive the endocannabinoids or the phytocannabinoids to send the messages to your body balance to regulate. Right. So those receptors are affected by the phytocannabinoids the same way. Um, sometimes they are, you'll trigger certain receptors to just create endocannabinoids, or sometimes you'll trigger the certain receptors to just mimic the endocannabinoids. So that's why certain endocannabinoids, certain phytocannabinoids tend to feel more like a healer, like CBD, kind of taking it regularly becomes this great anti-inflammatory effect, and THC sometimes becomes like a temporary healer. Right. Right, and, and that comes from pharmaceuticals. 
right? Right, yes. I definitely believe they cause a lot of issues. And uh, in, in myself, and I've watched it with my son and, and my whole family, you know, we always dealt with addiction. And so the, for a lot of people, if they take that one pill, that's it. They're going to be addicted. Well, and that's what, that's what they want. They want you to be addicted. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, horrible. I'm, if I'm a big pharma, I'm there to make money, so I want customers. Right. You know, uh, cancer is a really big business. Right, right. Well, it makes a lot of money. It make, uh, makes a whole lot of money um, everywhere from the medicine they give you and then um, not only that, but the doctor appointments and then the chemo. And, oh, my God, I've seen one person um, in line in front of me uh, about a year ago, and she was almost in tears. Her her prescription was going to cost her $1,000, and she needed to get that every month. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, um, if you can – you can cure cancer with this. I don't. It's so stupid that they're not, they're not fixing it. Which is why we come in and we do our loudmouth activist voices and. <laughs> I I think that I mean you know it's 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 big pharma exists because it's profitable. Um, it isn't. They haven't really entirely figured out how to be profitable with the natural form of the plant. Every. Every pharmaceutical drug that exists in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. that's cannabis, um, only about only a small, almost a minority of them are naturally derived and not synthetic. Right. So they they haven't really figured out how to make money off of plants, so it's still illegal. So the same reason that it became illegal in the first place because it was threatening the money they were making in other industries. Yeah. Always oh, it's gross. It's so gross. It is. Money. It is. Um, so what, I guess, um, being a law enforcement's daughter, and not only that, but a mom, um, I know um, I'm scared uh, to be caught every day, like, because we, we come out and we talk about this, and, you know, we all got these, uh, I guess, bullseyes on our back after that. Uh, how, how have you um, been able to... Are, are they listening? Like, are the sheriffs listening? Like, have you heard? I, I, I don't, I don't entirely think that they're listening. I will say that, like, I, I am a mom, but my child is grown. So, um, the joke in my house now is that as you, I, CPS can't come and take you away because you're grown. But right. since you're grown, since you're grown, you have bail money to get your mom out of jail. Right. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, but, but, like, back to my dad. So, my dad is retired, and he's right at the age where about half of his um, friends, top friends are retired, about half of them aren't. And they do, they have big get-togethers. And so, sometimes I'm there, and they all know what I do. And right. they are fascinated by it. They wow. They have questions. Not because of the law, but because of their retirement age, they have questions for health reasons. Right. So, um, our seniors are the fastest-growing group of cannabis users. So they all have questions. And, um, I've talked to them all about, um, like, they were, they're all Dallas police officers, and I've talked to them about, you know, well, how do you feel when, when someone has cannabis? Most of them, they're all, all the ones I've talked to in that group, especially the retired ones, because the retired ones don't stand. Right. They don't, they don't care anymore about that. But most of them say, you know, we'd rather not know that you have it. Right. 
and all of them say it's usually easy to discern, you know, a possession charge from a trafficking charge. And because um, our Dallas District Attorney, Cruzeau, is pretty, he's pretty liberal with it right now, and he's not prosecuting under two ounces dish, right. depending on how many times. And so they all, they all love that. They've taken less work away from them and less pressure away from them. And um, I think that there, there is a gap to bridge there. And I think for sure there's horrible cops and there's, you know, but there's also horrible nurses. Oh, yeah. And horrible canvas activists. Yes. Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> there's good and bad in every group. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so um, I do think that it's, it's, you know, my experience has been mostly talking to these older, retired, or about to be retired cops. And they are just, um, their cannabis is not on their radar so much. But that's amazing, though, that they're reaching out to you and they're asking questions. And I like to hear that. I like to hear that they're willing to listen. You know what I mean? You've got those closed-minded people who, that's a drug. Don't talk to me about that. And then you've, it's nice to hear that at least they're open to listen about it, you know? That's, yeah, and I think a lot of that is um, how you approach people about it or how you um, present yourself. Right. I, I think that a few of them were surprised when I kind of told them, you know, and but not in a judgy way, just in a, a oh, really? Okay, you know, and then and then I'd explain it. But how you how you sort of present yourself and how you approach people, knowing that you come from a different place and a different perspective and different expectations of each other and, and a different walk of life, and as long as there's a mutual respect. You really, you can go anywhere with that, right? And um, and, and you know, if it's you know, if it's a Bible thumping prohibitionist, ain't gonna say nothing to change my mind. You know that that's a losing battle, right? And it and it isn't until that person has someone they love that needs cannabis that their eyes are open. Exactly. In it, Dan Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I know. You would think that he'd be more into it as the fact that. He's in a wheelchair, and or and that he's dealing with all this medical stuff. You'd think he'd be more interested in at least learning about it. Yeah, it's that's, crazy. That's funny. That's yes. funny. Yes, okay. they get paid a lot. To, it is. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm I, I know it's changing. I mean, I'm a child of the '80s, and the just say no, and the Nancy Reagan and this is your brain on drugs, and that whole thing, and it's changed tremendously. I mean, it, it, I'm talking about um, cannabis and even just hallucinogens in general, but it's changed so much just in the last five years. Right. And so we're, we feel so behind, because we're in Texas looking out at the rest of the world, we feel so behind, and, and yet certainly feel behind when you're having to buy your medicine illegally. Um, but for Texas, we've made a, a lot of ground. We've, we've covered a lot, a lot, really. We've moved ahead not fast enough, but in five short, five years, a lot of work has been done. Right. No, I, I applaud y'all, everybody that's worked. I've only been involved in this for two years, and I know that there's been many, many, many fights um, up until now that I applaud all of y'all for y'all's hard work, and I thank you so much for everything that you've done. I thank you 
for your, your voice. But the momentum is there. I mean, the momentum is really there. Is, you know, is 2021 going to make Texas recreationally legal? I'd be surprised if it did. But right. is it going to make some great strides? I think it will. I really do. Right. I think the time is, is certainly now with Oklahoma and New Mexico surrounding us and looking, breathing down our neck with it. I, right. You know, that's actually a good thing because that's money. Right. And that's one thing that does, does make sense to the politicians is lose money. Definitely. And I know we were, you were just talking about how Texas isn't legal, but. I know it has been um, legalized in many other states, and people are always like, well, why don't you just go to Colorado? And But um, what would you tell those people as far as is it really legal there? Uh, are people still getting busted for that? I mean, yeah. In Colorado? <laughs> well, everywhere. Everywhere it's legal. The feds are still coming in and taking people to jail for it. Yeah, you can't cross state lines with it. That's absolutely a felony. Even Oklahoma to Texas and New Mexico to Texas, you can't cross state lines. Um, if you're, and both of those are medical states, but most of both of those um, are are in different guidelines. Like I know Oklahoma, um, you can you can get a medical just a referral for cannabis, and that's all you need. You don't right. have to have a license. So I think that. You know, it's easy to get if you're going through the proper channels in the proper state. But as a Texan and you're not a resident, it's probably harder. Right. And certainly crossing the state line, is you can't do. But as far as it being federally illegal, sure, I wouldn't move to Colorado and open a cannabis business necessarily because of all of the federal risks. Yeah, you got to be so careful because just because it's legal there doesn't mean that there there's they're still they're still arresting people. They're absolutely, absolutely. It's still it's still federally illegal, and that is um, actually, ladies, the states are also prosecuting their own people, even in places that is legal. California, Colorado, uh, Massachusetts. It's not just the federal government that's doing it. The California is prosecuting people at the right. Mark Peterson, a caregiver in Colorado, just went to prosecution for Jefferson County in Colorado in the last two years. It is, it is a mess. It's so crazy. It really is. I mean, I, I know somebody right now um, that is looking at 50 years. They have a legal medical license. Um, they um, are being told that because they had Jolly Ranchers and something else that they were making, that, that they were making it and selling it. So they're still having to prove themselves innocent. It's like... I have Jolly Ranchers. I have suckers. So you're telling me because I'm a cannabis user, you can just take whatever you want in these corners of my house and say I'm trying to make it now. <laughs> so there's so many. First of all, <laughs> was that like the voice of God that just came over and said, excuse me, that's, that's Oz. He's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> He's the one that helped set this up. His name's Bobby, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like Morgan Freeman coming down. So, um, I, you know, so states have so many different regulations, too, like um, how many plants you can grow or if you can even home grow or right. if you have to grow outside or can you smoke outside or can you only smoke. There's so many different laws right. in each state that I can imagine that there's, there's – It's just really crazy. It really is. I just wanted to make that make that statement because 
um, we, people don't really know. They think, oh, well, it's legal there. It's legal. But they don't understand people are still getting locked up for it, even though it's legal. Um, it, it's, well, here, I'll, throw, I'll throw something else at you, ladies, from behind the curtain. Yes, Bobby. <laughs> so, for example, if you own a business, any business, pick a business, you're in the cosmetic business, okay? So if you do not follow the regulations of the cosmetic industry, you'll get a letter, you'll get a non-compliant letter. You might look at a fine if you don't comply. In the cannabis industry in California, for example, if you do not in, in the business, if you do not follow the letter of the law, they'll swat you and not send a non-compliant letter. And yet you're operating legally. It's the only business that, that deals with that. Right. So don't you think that that's because it's federally illegal? So no, it's because the state of because it's not legal really anywhere. Because if you can do that to a, to a business that's operating legal, it just might be out of compliance for a particular reason. And you will come and you will put them in handcuffs and put them on their knees in a parking lot. And, and because they, they had let's say their license was in order, or let's say that they had more product or they didn't have the, the trail of the sale, it is, they're, we're only, they're only prosecuting them under state regulations in a criminal way instead of a civil way. Crazy. Sure. No, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, do you think that it's possible that that's happening because the state is going to be backed up federally? And it's fascinating. So terpenes, and everybody, everybody 
probably knows sort of what a terpene is, but a terpene is this aromatic, smells strong molecule that exists in most every plant. Right. So, you know, when I say rosemary, you know what that smells like. When I say lavender rose, you know what these things smell like. Um, so cannabis, you know what cannabis smells like, but you also know how many different scents you get right. from different cannabis. Different aromas, yeah. yeah. Okay, I get you. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. 
Heck yeah. You've, you've, you've explained so much to me today. I mean, I could sit here and talk to you forever about this, but I know we're coming on 845 and I've been talking for a while. So I guess I want to go ahead and um, can, what, what, what exactly is Higher Education in Texas? So Higher Education Texas, I founded it, um, mostly I founded it to just communicate, to be able to explain to people um, the things, some of the things that we've talked about now, current things that are happening um, in Texas and in the um, country and the world with cannabis laws. But what I really like to do is talk to people one-on-one and talk to groups. I have a few groups that I talk to and um, help them to understand the plant so they're not afraid of the plant and to help them understand how to use it if they want to, if they're interested in that, um, and how to teach people how to talk to others. Right, right. Because that's the problem. That's the problem is, is the talking like when I said I when I say hey my dad's a retired cop and I was just at a barbecue the other day with you know 12 retired cops and we were talking about weed they're like oh my god you know well <laughs> when you kind of know how to talk about people talk to people it, it helps so right um, you gotta you gotta say certain things with certain people um and not be like for instance of course we're more of a radical group than a lot of people we just but um, the reason for that is because we're on the streets at that time and we're trying to get attention. So weed is what we use. But yet, if I was going to go talk to a pastor, um, I would I would probably say cannabis or something to make them a little bit more relaxed about talking about it, right? Yeah, everybody comes from, you know, where they come from. And if you can kind of find a way to meet. Um, I founded Higher Education Texas to help people sort of um, be more comfortable. I try to do it with, um, in a very in an easy way to communicate, in a casual way, sometimes in a funny way, just whatever way I can to, to connect people with the plant. Um, I'm not going to ever stop talking about it, so I figured I should try to have an audience. Right. So um, the, I, you can find it, Higher Education Texas, or you can just find me on Facebook, and I'll connect you to the group. Heck, yeah. So y'all, if y'all are interested in learning more about cannabis, um, y'all hit up Amanda Hughes or hit me up and I will show you how to get connected to her or look up Higher Education in Texas on Facebook. Heck yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, is there anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um, um so what is there coming up? There's two couple of things that, um, Texas for marijuana policy, um, Heather Fazio and Jack Spinkle from Texas Normal have, they're doing like a road show, um, ad, uh, advocacy, how to be involved. Um, I posted that on my page. And then next Saturday, I will be attending the um, Texas for Safe Access open board meeting. Um, I'm probably leaving out a lot of things because um, there's a lot. But if you go to my page, I post them all the time. Awesome. Awesome. So y'all, y'all check out Amanda Hughes. I will talk to you later, love. Thank you so much for coming on. And I would love to have you on again so we can talk some more. Maybe I'll just give you the whole show next time so we can sit here and just gab. <laughs> Thank you very much. You have a good night. Heck yeah, y'all. So that's Amanda Hughes. I love her. Next up is Desiree Lindsay. <laughs> Sorry, love. I know that ran a little late. <laughs> How are you doing today? 
Because when so, uh, this guy named Brett 
um, or Brent. I think it's Brent from Oklahoma. I don't know him very well, so forgive me. No, you're good. Sure. 
bastardizing it. And that's just it. People are like, oh, my God, Drew, what do you mean? Weed, what do you mean? It's like, lady, are, why are, you're popping that hydrocodone like it's a Tic Tac. Oh, my gosh, that hydrocodone. You know what that's doing to you? It's like that they're so scared of it because um, our government has just uh, freaked them out about it all, you know? It, it's crazy. Absolutely. I mean, it's all propaganda. They don't want us to think for ourselves. They, you know, they want us some easy, you know, easy to manage pens and so on. And, and um, you know, these, it's not going to be the case if we can actually expand our minds and treat ourselves and not give us poison that they dole out. Yeah, I would definitely like to try it for like I, I have taken like small microdoses a couple times when Peter and Helen were here. They introduced me to the microdose uh, aspect and how that can help. It didn't mess me up at all. It just made me a little bit, you know, a little bit more happier that day. Uh, but it wasn't like you're seeing colors all over, like people freak you out about it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's not like that. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that have, you, you know, that, that element to them where, you know, you see fractals and, and that kind of stuff. But, like, right. I mean, that's nice. I've found even when I'm tripping really, really, really hard, I have complete control over mind and body. Right. So, you know, to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit scared of LSD. Um, now that I have tried, yeah, and I don't think that's good. But but that's the 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 that's the chemical compound of it. Like afterwards, my back hurt. You know what I mean? Because you're clenched like this whole time, and that's what I mean by uh, I'm not good for that. But uh, I I don't judge anybody. I have done it several times. Um, I'm just saying, as far as the natural way, I don't think acid is really very good and natural. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm scared to do it now. It's like, hard to release control of yourself to that level. At least that's the level that I remember. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I had such a bad trip one time. Uh, I, I I took one hit, and it didn't help. It didn't do anything. So we went back and got another one. And I I had never tried it really before. I had like a small dose, you know, when you're in your room. But as far as uh, being with people, and I took way too much, and it it didn't it didn't go away when I thought it would. Like I thought it was going to be gone by the time my son woke up the next morning. So all I could think by the time five o'clock got around was, oh my God, I'm going to be tripping balls and my, I'm such a bad parent and my son's going to wake up. And so <laughs> it was just crazy. <laughs> uh, but no, I was okay by the time he got up. But it was just the fact that you psyched yourself out like that, you know, it makes you have such a bad. Right. Right.
Um, do you all have anything going on with that? Is there anything that you'd like to talk about? Uh, 
stuff going on? Is there anything coming up that we need to keep our eyes out on? Um, or, and how would we look that up if we want to get in touch with those people?
No, it shouldn't. I agree. <laughs> okay, Bob. Thank you very much for reading that and bringing that to their attention. Cool deal. Heck yeah, y'all. So that's really the show for today. I wanted to let y'all know one more time. Um, if you want to see uh, more about Cannabis Open Carry Walks, which we have walks all over Texas um, and uh, make people aware of the fact that cannabis is medication and not a drug, like they kind of try to make you think it's like this is bad as heroin or something, and it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a medication for many of us, and we, we, it's actually not a gateway drug. It is an exit drug. Um, being somebody who was on methamphetamines and used to shoot up, I have been 17, 18 years clean now, and it's all been because of cannabis. I've been able to stay off of it. And they actually say that only 12% of people who use methamphetamines get off and stay off. And I think that cannabis is a big help with keeping me off of that, for sure. Um, and, yes, the, the, the Xanax and everything, I was on all kinds of pills for PTSD, for depression, for anxiety. Um, and I've been off of all those for about 10, 11 years now. And it's all been because of cannabis. So to those people who think that cannabis is some evil thing, uh, I beg to differ. And there are many of us that would. And maybe um, if, if you would just Google cannabis and things that it treats or YouTube it um, and you take the time to educate yourself a little bit. Take the time to actually open your mind. I know it's so hard to believe that the government could be lying to you about anything, but they have been, and you fell for it. So the only thing you can do now is educate yourself and start educating other people on the fact that you were lied to and that we did fall for it. And I'm one of those people who fell for it. And it is hard for some people to admit that they could actually be wrong, but you are. And go look it up. I promise you, you will you will have your minds changed. If, when you see that first video of that baby having a seizure and um, um, just shaking, and then they take that oil and done. It's, it's gone. Um, your mind will change, and for sure. But if y'all want to check us out, go to 420opencarry.com. Um, also, we are representing the Walk for Change, um, walknumber4change.us. Y'all go um, check that out. We are asking for all, calling all people, all walks of life, to come help make a change and make a difference. Um, thank y'all very much, and I'm going to go ahead and get off here. I love y'all.
Thank you. 